just doing minor things. Welcome to Press Our Esports to Duck. Sorry, this week has uh, run a little bit late. It's been a crazy one for sure. Going into the last full week of the regular season, as our actual last week only has uh, two matches in it. Um, but uh, one week left to go should determine a lot of the standings. Uh, I am Zolord here with me. Danny Taco, as always. Um, going over the standings, though, uh, Destiny has... Uh, Gotten some points where they needed to, and uh, now in a three-way tie uh, for first place. Destiny, Let's Bounce, and Killer Instinct. Uh, hopefully that uh, breaks up this week, um, and it, we'll go to head-to-head -head, uh, afterwards, yeah. and may have to have a tiebreaker game. Uh, we'll see. Do you have a comment? Mark, Mark told us they're going to be the they're going to be uh, top three. Yeah, he so, uh, was not wrong. So Destiny looking, wrong. Destiny looking really strong. Uh, they've been adapting to each patch uh, really well. Um, yeah, I was really worried for Yotas because he is like more of a support player. But yep. he's, I mean, Orn is just a really good champion in general. Like it's one of the more solid tanks that hasn't really been affected by like the difference of uh, uh tank items being like nerfed or such mm -hmm. um because i mean ultimately at the end of the game at the end of the day if he gets to late game he's buffing his right uh, his teammates mythics and that's just scary um but also he's been able to pull out the gnar and play really uh well in the 1v1s and then also be very crucial on some team fights yeah so um i mean the the thing is is that there's too many other threats on that team for a team to just be like, all right, we're gonna ban Nar and we're gonna ban Orn. Let's see what you do. <laughs> but then you're leaving everything up for Leon and right. Nar. And yep. even even like I, I can't sleep on tactic either. Like tactics really kinda like shown up for this team as well Definitely. in the uh ADC role. So yeah, so yeah this this number... team is like uh for sure kinda like they they've like we all had dark horses in the beginning this mm -hmm. is the actual dark horse that's definitely clinching it number four glacial storm uh with nine points inferno trigger uh in the fifth place at eight curtain call with seven absolute zero six final spark uh in a tie with absolute zero uh for six and that, if it ended today, that would be your playoff contenders. Onslaught of Shadows uh, on the outside looking in uh, with five points and Hijack with four points uh, in the 10th place seed. Um, I'm not sure, you know, when we started this uh, and our our picks were kind of, you know, one through 10 uh, and all that, if anyone was even close um i mean we're gonna have to go back and i have all that down so we're yeah i'm go i'm sure that'll be an interesting discussion uh right before playoffs start i mean we're all kind of in the same ballpark with let's bounce at least uh i mean yeah let's bounce uh 
has performed really well and they're still, you know, in that uh, tie with Destiny for first. And, you know, Killer Instinct has one match not played. So uh, they might could leapfrog Destiny and Let's Bounce because they have uh, only three losses as opposed to five. Uh, so we'll see how things go um, this last full week here. Uh, but KI does play a game uh, on the 24th. I think Destiny has a bye this week, uh, and yeah. they play their last game on the 24th as well. So yeah. really interesting They're, to uh, see. Yeah, Destiny has a bye, and um, Absolute Zero has a bye. So that's the final uh, that will be in the final week. Gotcha. Uh, we did have one roster change this week. Uh, Nafi05 uh, is leaving Hijack. He is uh, going back to uh, see his family overseas. Uh, so it will be uh, a swap in the support role for Hijack uh, for the final two weeks of the season. Uh, and then as playoffs as well, if they uh, surprise us and uh, get in. Uh, but let's uh, take a look at the games uh, for this week. Uh, I've got on screen Absolute Zero and Onslaught of Shadows. I believe, yeah, that is game one. So the set, yeah, the the set was another uh, factor. You know, yeah. seems to be well, making a resurgence in a uh, top lane. So I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Salt coming back into press R will be uh, really pleased about that. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, a bit uh, Morkaiser isn't like what he used to be. So mm -hmm. I think like Gecko doing well on it into I think it was tricky is fine. It was like fine, but like it's not an op top laner per se mm -hmm. so i don't know how many times gecko has played more kaiser in the mid lane and then also gone up against a set so yeah. i'm not sure if he fully knew how the matchup was gonna go the other thing is is like you just look at the side of uh absolute zero's team and you got Lissandra and Amumu, it's just like there's lots of CC there. So much CC, so scary. And like yeah. the the Zach CC is not guaranteed. The CC coming out of uh Vigar is not necessarily like it's like every sixteen seconds, I think, either. and it eats a ton of yeah. mana. Yeah. Um the thing is is like in team fights even, like even if the Mordekaiser like somehow gets onto this Caitlyn, which also has Gale Force, so very unlikely if she, he's just like running at her and he's mm -hmm. like, he's like, oh, I'm just gonna Gale Force away, and then you have to grab someone else. Um, the only like really the only person that like, yeah, the only person he could like really grab is either Caitlyn or Swain, because everybody else just has like uh really good CC and really good like. AOE like uh group ults. Yeah. Like a Mumu just goes in, ults them. 
uh set just comes and grabs whoever's the front liner which is usually Morikaiser or would be yeah, it was Zach it was surprising down, the, throws them back on them like D- doom vanilla actually split push a lot of the game uh you know is in some Drake fights he was topside I think he took two turrets and was working oh yeah on he almost won the, the game. inhibitor yeah like, by um, himself so and I think then he actually did the exact opposite and they had to dedicate so many members to go kill him. So, well, I think the other thing about it was like watching the game. Like I even noticed him doing it. I was wa- like the directed camera was on mm-hmm. a fight going on bot lane that was a four v five, and I'm just yeah. like, wait, people are like, I'm I'm like watching the fight. I'm like, oh, this is so close. Like this game is so close, and then <laughs> all of a sudden, yeah. hands up to set who's like on the nexus. I'm like. Wait, what the hell? When did this happen? Yeah, the uh, um, so I think the inhibitor, the like, inhibitor actually respawned is the only reason he didn't yeah. end the game. So the other thing about that game is that you would like look at it, and I don't know if Absolute Zero thought it was like close because it wasn't. Even if like, like I don't know the the way that they were ending the game was like really weird to me because like they're actually 6,000 gold ahead and yeah. they could have just like said no to Baron and just like gone and like kept doing what they were doing. Cause they were like, actually, I mean, the set was huge. So, yeah. I mean, looking at the gold right now, set was like, uh, well, I think it's 2,500 you know, above Morikaiser. No one could battle that set. Um, I think it's tough because you, if you're looking strictly at the kills, um, you know, 20 to 17, probably in game, if you're on the side of Absolute Zero or on side of Shadows, it probably felt a lot closer. Um, yeah. There was only three dragons taken in the entire game. Uh, but the yeah, turrets, I mean, the game ended at like 20 minutes or something. It was yeah, 20 minutes, 49 game. seconds. Um, it was the fastest game. But yeah, Dragon, the, uh, or excuse me, the towers uh, was a big difference in the gold swing. Yeah, like... I kind of have to, I can't, oh, you know what happened? Um, I remember watching the uh, early game, and um, I, this was actually, like, I would never have, like, picked inserts to do this, especially on Moomoo. Um, but, like, I think it was Sazfate and Dizzy Dreamer, like, pushed mm-hmm. up. Unnecess- not necessarily unnecessarily far, because it is the early levels in the game. And I think someone blew a flash or something and just all of a sudden, like, inserts was there in the main. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, they're dead here. And they both died. They, like, yeah. I think uh, someone didn't flash the necessary, like, uh, uh, Q from Amumu or mm-hmm. from um, from Swain. I can't, I mean, I watched this game back on Tuesday, so I can't really fully remember. But, like, it was like a before Skullcrab gank from a mumu that only had blue buff like he hadn't gone to his top side yeah red yet um so there's i have to say it's really nice to see like the i guess the development that inserts has had mm-hmm. um from i forget he was playing support before to jungle and he's like really like no he was top before with was he top yeah he was top because Doom was jungle. I thought I played support for like two weeks or something. 
with knight crit. No, because queen queen played queen played support, and then queen went mid, and then and then doom was jungle, and insert was top, and then they flipped that and sent doom top insert into the jungle, and then vintage went from mid to support, and queen moved, and then queen moved mid. Well, there was a time when queen was jungle. Uh, I think it was a week. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They've, they've all basically played. Basically, everybody's played the all the positions except yep. ADC. Only Nightcrits <laughs> played ADC. And um, now they've, uh, due to roster changes, <laughs> changed all that out. So Yeah. So New AZ uh, looks uh, better than old AZ. Yeah, new AZ looks much better than old AZ. Yep. Um, I guess my only critique would be like uh in the lane um there are a few times where night crit like ulted um vigar when a mumu was ganking i totally get that you're locking down the mumu can't drop the cage yeah this is a free kill but when it's the 1v1 you should be ulting yourself to get the health back and then continue the fight um basically he would like ult the vigar not mm-hmm. be able to do enough burst damage and the vigar would just like nuke him because of you know the ult just isn't executed yeah so like um yeah that's like my only thing otherwise like again the like lethal lethal lime and uh lumiere we're having a really good bot lane going so yeah so let's uh keep the momentum and talk about game two uh still pretty close uh thrills went the morgana and kind of entered a little bit uh nine yeah, deaths he had, a, he had a very very he was in a very very good spot and could have very much carried from where mm-hmm. he was but then for some reason he chased annie across or chased vigar no no okay, annie. He chased annie he chased annie through the mid lane into the river, you have no idea where the Zinzao is. For some reason, the Annie turns around to you. I would have That's gotten the hell out. <laughs> I would have gotten the hell out of there. Like, I wouldn't even left the bush from the top lane, uh, yeah. the top lane uh, mid-river bush, that long bush. I would not have even left that bush to wait to see what Annie does. Because then, if she continues, or, or like, you don't have wards anywhere around there. You have no idea who is in the area. And he just gave over a massive shutdown to the Zin Zhao, who wasn't necessarily, like, doing well. And the Annie wasn't necessarily, like, ahead or anything. Mm-hmm. But it was just, like, Thrills was in such a good spot. And at the at the end of it all... Their team is Zin Zhao and Pantheon, two early game champions that if you as the scaler is doing well in the early game, when it comes to yep. that point, you should be able to carry the game. And he just kind of like, I don't know. It it, it looked like his Hecarim plays early, from the earlier parts of the seasons where he would go ahead and then just dive in on top of like five people and expect to like one shot them <laughs> even though his team's like two screens behind him. That's right. Like, I, I don't know. He was in a very good spot to like 
be a carry and yeah. he just like I'm sorry, you choked it. It's yeah. just you're so, you're not a tank. You're a squishy I'm, mage. You I'm curious on uh your opinion on Gecko's uh talent pick for top lane. Um, I thought it was fine. It was doing okay. He wasn't doing terrible. He it's, at one point it was like thirty CS to three. Um and I mean I know that uh insert was showing top lane a bunch um well, to no, keep Talon shut my, down, but no, but the thing about that that also blew my mind is how much time insert spent up there. Like Yeah, they were they were trying to keep Gecko. So they're trying to keep Gecko down, but like so uh Morgana got her topside and then proceeded to do like raptors and i'm like what are you doing just sprint to his bot side you know where he is go take his whole bot side he literally hit tab see me how many camps he's done oh he's done eight he's done two camps go to his bot side clear his bot side take crab clear your bot side be like exponentially ahead of him and i don't know he kind of was just really slow with it like yeah. putting talent down early yeah sure is the way to go but like Xin Zhao is like such an early game champion and you're honestly just messing yourself up now. You're not you're yeah, you're helping your Urgot, but like I don't know. It's just like you're a dive champion and if you can't dive he, in He dove a lot. He was seven, three, and ten. Yeah, because like the person that was the scaler that was yeah. in a position to be good through their lead. And the bot lane was already doing well. It's a pantheon. Like, there are so many times where I watched the 2v2 bot lane between Tristana, between the bot lanes, and mm -hmm. they went so hard onto pantheon that, like, the Caitlyn just got to stand there and shoot Sazfate all day. Like, yep. they're, they're, like literally, Sazfate jumped closer to Caitlyn at one in one fight to just kill the pantheon. I'm yeah. like... Why are we not using our range? Why are we not like in a bush that doesn't give Caitlyn vision of us and shooting like the Pantheon who are like Nautilus is on top of? Like, I don't know. There's just a lot of like mechanical stuff in this game too that like really didn't make sense to me coming out of Onslaught of Shadows. Like, yeah. they're just really hungry to get kills, it seemed like. And they had the late game team and they tried to win the early game. Yep. Uh, just it didn't make sense live and learn and uh you know that's part of the league is uh getting better and moving on to the next game so looking at i am looking at destiny against hijack game one uh this was the king leon show 12 2 and 6 not gonna lie, I can't. Oh, you know what this was? I remember watching this game and, like, again, we have another Zin Zhao who needs to have early action going on. And while I said in the past one, it seemed like he almost kind of like messed, screwed him, almost messed up his chances of carrying by what he did top lane, even mm -hmm. though the thing was is that Thrills didn't fully capitalize on it. By taking the whole bot side, he left Wolves. He wasn't able to 
get wolves because of his slowness. Um, but I mean, insert still was able to just make things happen and whatnot. Um, but in this game, we had the opposite where Xin Zhao was farming majority of the time, wasn't really doing anything, ganked two lanes, ganked bot lane, blew a flash off of her con, and then the bot lane proceeded to not try to do anything with that. It was um, interesting, you know, I'd say this. He was automatically unable to gank one lane. Uh, Bonkers played Gwen and actually soloed kill Mar a ton in mid lane. Yeah, but like, I don't know. In the long run, I'm going to take the Silas over the Gwen. Like, I I just... Uh, as far as the you know I ultimate just, ability, absolutely. Well, so the other thing about this is that Aurelia is supposed to be a counter to Nar. And you're, like, waiting until level 6 when... You're waiting for both your top laners to have level 6 to go gank that lane. Mm -hmm. And then you both chose to, for some reason, stand close to a wall when he's about to go mega. Like, what? Like, I, the, the gameplay from, like, Wolfie and Tricky was just so confusing to me for this. I mean, Tricky did great when it was 1v1s. Um, yeah. I know you solo killed him after... He got solo killed, but he got a little too hypey for one of them, where I think he got, he ulted Gnar when Gnar was too close to his own turret, and it was just like, well, that was a waste. Like, why would we do that? Like, you, you also didn't have your passive stacks up yeah. to, like, really go in and do anything. Um but then he, there was another like. Well, they banned like, Seth, they banned Rumble, they banned uh, Viego, uh, so they did send some bans, you know, through some at Tricky. Yeah, but like. Uh, they still didn't I, ban his Gragas. Well, the thing is, is that they knew that he was going to pick Nar if they banned Orn, and Aurelia is a counter to it, so they were right. fully prepared to play this. They knew that that's what was happening, and uh, honestly, it's kind of on Wolfie for not, like, you know, playing pressure when, for some reason, King Leon was able to put pressure up there more. Yeah, the Skarn um, was nasty this game. Uh, I mean, the other thing, no one paid the tax. Like, everybody kind of just, like, yep. pretended like they weren't going <laughs> to, that the Skarner wasn't going to be one of them. Um... Uh, yeah, like, Tricky was trying his hardest, but, like, uh, the other thing is, like, sure, Bonkers, like, soul-killed Mar, but, like, again, it just doesn't matter, because, like, uh, the rest of the map is on fire, essentially, because your jungler just isn't, hasn't created the lead for himself, or hasn't, like, ganked a lane that will help so, him create the lead. So, the meme currently is your first overall pick, steals your pentakill are we morphing that meme into early game jungle champs and you're not using them well i just don't get it why like we've seen wolfie be successful on certain champs and he just for some reason doesn't pick them like I think every Gra Graves game he's played, he's won. Yep. And for some reason, he doesn't pick it. 
Um, it's I'm true. Also, like, I'm also just really confused by Gwen Mid. I just, uh, whatever. I mean, I don't know if that's the. It was three and zero at like one point. Counter. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but see, like that's what always happens. He gets like three and one, and then like yeah, then it's a nothing happens. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. I I also don't really like it that, um, the Zin Zhao comes bot, blows the flash on the Rakan, and you have an opportunity now to put pressure onto this bot lane as the opposing bot lane of Zaya and. Uh, um, Zion Thresh. Zion Thresh, yeah. Took, yeah, you both, you both lanes took exhaust, so there's no, like, actual huge threat coming out. Uh, granted, the Rakan has Guardian, while Thresh has, um, uh, Aftershock, which means the Thresh can be a little more aggressive individually, because he will have, a uh, tanky stats if he procs a, uh, if he does CC, so mm -hmm. either the Flay or the um or the hook but so like the flash is blown by this recon so he has to play a little more like uh reserved i don't know why nafi or didn't really think to like you know try to make a flash play on this jinx blow her flash and then makes it a little easier for this is now to come into bot lane and yeah. try to like gank this lane again just Standing there and letting a champion that doesn't have a escape except for the summoner flash is just like kind of mind blowing to me. Like I even see any like fake uh like fake ganks that like Nafi tried. Like mm -hmm. the thing is is that you kinda are like you're in vision of the enemy team and you just toss the lantern back. And they have to assume one or two things that you're Somebody's faking it, there. or the jungler is there. Yeah. And so if he like tosses it, not necessarily all the way back, flashes forward, flays the ADC, the Jinx is going to flash out as fast as possible because she right. thinks that the jungler is coming in. And we just didn't say any stuff like that. We didn't see any yeah. attempts to make anything happen. And yeah, I it's just really weird because when he's on Alistar, he looks to do stuff, but when he's on like anything else, he's just kind of there and passive, he's not really doing anything. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it was like nerves or like he's just not as super confident on the Thresh as he is Alistar, but like, yeah, yeah, and I he mean, wasn't this... even roaming that much the, this time around, like, usually right. roams a lot, and he wasn't. So, so game two uh, didn't go much better. Uh, ended in 27 minutes. Uh, apparently, Yotas called this the uh, throw everybody into a wall comp. Um, as the, you know, Mar just throwing up ice walls. And then you've got the Poppy and Nar uh, to kind of finish them. And then Tactic throwing feathers uh, to stop anybody that, you know, does flash or trying to run the other direction. Um, I think uh, Hijack brought out the Seth, Zach, Vlad that uh, seemed to have some success uh, last week. Um, yeah, but I just and, don't think Vlad's going to have success into Nivea. Like, yeah, no, that, that was definitely, uh, you know, they. I don't think even realized that Mar played uh, Nivea. 
but that Mar says that is the counter to Vlad. Um, so yeah, tactic six kills again. Uh, you know, King Leon played Poppy really well, and Yotus on the Nar back to back because they left the Orn up. Uh, so kind of hoping uh, that Yotus would pick the Orn, and he just went back to back Nar games. Well, I mean, the thing is, is like, um, I mean, I, I also think, uh, I mean, it can't be understated that King Leon has basically um, been very successful in whatever role he's playing. He clearly, yep. clearly um, puts the time into understanding what's like good or whatever. Um, right now, uh, with the camps spawning a little bit later, the just power farming junglers aren't necessarily the You're looking best to be more, right in now. more yeah like uh you'll you will more than likely try to be ganking a little more often and um we're seeing we're already seeing king leon adjust to that and he's playing stuff like poppy he's playing stuff like skarner he's playing these more kind of like tanky champions like I'm sure if people start to pick up on it, Sejuani will be start being played more. We're already seeing mm -hmm. Zach being played more. Um, but stuff like Kindred is still good. That's a scaler. Um, uh, Hecarim is actually still good in the meta because of the kind of like good power farming junglers that were in the meta. Um, he still has a good like access of ganking with his E. Um, so I think like, yeah, I just think King Leon has just really adjusted to yeah. every patch that's come out and just like has fully understood what he needs to be doing. Um, and Poppy and Nivea sounds like a lot of fun. So, <laughs> um, but also it's just like, I told him they needed to play Jarvan support and then you had, you know, the cataclysm to, for another wall. Yeah, you just then you have Nar with against the set and set never built Bramble, so he was just getting chunked out all the time. Um, it was just super rough for him. Then we had uh this we had a play bot side. They killed, I believe, Nafi, and then Tower dove the Ezreal killed Ezreal, or no, they killed Ezreal. Tower dove Nafi, and then the Poppy waited. For Ezreal to come back in between while he took Krugs oh, or something, wow. and then f hit him yep. again, like he chunked him out down back down to like a third health or something. Yeah. He wasn't even in the lane right. to his turret yet. So like, yeah, I King Leon's just like really, really just always thinking ahead. Always just seems to be making the more optimal play. Um, yeah, Destiny's a hot team for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's just it just gets too hard for King Leon to really be ganking anything. Um, cause like the other thing about it is like everybody wants to make it seem like ganks are so easy. Um, but when you're ganking a lane that doesn't have CC and you're supposed to bring the CC, it's like, well, if I miss my CC, then this is just yes, yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's for not. <laughs> it's it's kind of like oh. Maybe I blew the flash, but like, it's not like the Nivea is playing like up in uh, uh up in the face of Vlad. Like, right. 
Um, also, I would say like King Leon tends to play like in the proximity of mid a lot. Okay. So he was able to help out Mar a lot. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. put put you in the hot seat. If you're the uh, you know GM of one of these uh, teams that's coming into playoffs, you know you're gonna face off Destiny. What are your bands? You know who are you targeting at? Because King Leon obviously has shown us a deep champ pool. Uh, Marlboro can play at least five champs in mid lane, and you know uh, you've got tactic. There's there's too many areas to to ban out. So what's what's your focus? Uh, the thing is, is that you have a very very versatile versatile team on uh, Destiny's side. Like Mar is playing the Nivea. We'll play the Yone. We'll play like we'll play the Silas. Like he's very versatile. And then the same goes for like King Beardcles, who is playing the Rakan. Yeah. Uh, I think he's played uh, Leona before, but also is down to play the Yumi. So you're like, oh. And then it's obvious, like I said, King Leon just has been ad adapting to each patch or each meta right. really well. So it's really hard to like ban this team because it's not just like they have big champ pools or anything. Mm -hmm. It's just you're not sure... So what if so if if you for. were in in the room, you know, what do you tell your team to, you know, throw a bunch of darts at this area? You've got to pick one. Well, I mean, you gotta kind of just go with what you think is what you think in the current meta is the strongest or most annoying for your team. Like, I would almost say Anivia is a good band too. Uh, just overall, yeah, the champ is just annoying. Um, because she does a lot in like the objectives, uh, objective setups and stuff. Yeah, control wall just in general. Um, and the ult, they're just annoying. Uh, so I would say Anivia, and then I would say maybe ban. Uh, I guess ban the Orin, Just get that off. Put him on Nar. Train your top laner. Have the champs to go up against Nar. Um, and then. Maybe either look at jungle, which I don't think you really kind of you just have to ban what you think is the most annoying for in the meta. Yeah. Like if I mean he plays Kindred, which is doing well. Um yep. Yeah. I don't know. It, I would for sure say a Nivia ban. Um unless someone okay. has an answer to that. Uh so next game we had was Killer Instinct. Against Final Spark, uh, game one, four happened, and uh, yeah, yeah, don't don't leave Jen up. That's yeah, that's like giving we're... Matthias Rudder uh, the bird. Yeah, exactly. Literally, uh, like I was having a conversation with Hoppet, and he's like, "Oh, did my Jin not impress you?" And I'm like, "No, <laughs> it did." But I'm still baffled why a team let you have it. Yep. Like you Assassin got it during you, you got it during All Stars for some reason. I know though that game was for fun, but like why? And then like <laughs> uh, and then like I don't know. If if the P if the 
team that would for sure know that you can play well on it is probably going to be Final Spark, because they, uh, I know that Team Otaku does, yeah, uh, talk to Habe a lot, so he for sure knows that he can play that champion really well. I mean, the other thing is, is like, Underdog Story is like, on his is on Leona. He's just on a champ that he's really comfortable with. Yep. Um, and yeah, uh, I don't know. Overall, this game was just like the bot lane wasn't necessarily. Actually, the bot lane did really well into Otaku and Ducko. Um, and then Ducko the had some that... a good number of deaths, but. Yeah. I don't know if that was, you know, Hobbit already fed when those happened, but I felt like that uh, yeah. there were a couple times that Ducko uh, died due to bad positioning. Yeah, I mean, again, we're seeing um, seeing the cleanse on Tristana, and I can't remember if there was any plays where Thyad heal hit it and it was cleansed, and it was just like, you can cleanse anything, my dude, and I <laughs> don't have that. Um... While on the flip side, uh, Hobbit definitely knew he had cleanse and was cleansing at the appropriate time. Um, the other thing is, is like, uh, Mabon kind of didn't necessarily have the best early game. There was actually a couple of 2v2s that, like, Gonson Diehardy won mm -hmm. against the Diana Zinzao, uh, pretty well. And Sejuani wasn't, Sejuani was doing decently well into Cho'Gath. And yeah, Chop just played super safe and Yeah, Chop just like sat four oh and fourteen really far back. Yeah. I mean the way those his kills came about and like the assist though is like there was this there was this play where um uh Final Spark was going for I believe second Rift Herald. And all I gotta say about this whole thing that happened was if Diary Gaunt's called for uh, for them to do Rift Herald, KB Jelly, why are you walking into the enemy jungle? Like, <laughs> go do Rift Herald. If the call was to do Rift Herald, go do Rift Herald. He walks into the enemy jungle, finds the Zin Zhao, starts fighting the Zin Zhao, and it's not even, like, at the entrance of, like, yeah. the enemy jungle. You're nowhere near he's, your team. He's by, like, Wolf's Camp fighting yeah. the Zin Zhao. The Cho'Gath is in top lane. We saw him on minions killing minions on top lane. So he's going to come down through river yep. just by pathing. The Diana walks from mid lane. Now the Xin Zhao re-engages onto the Sejuani because the Sejuani is never going to like actually kill the Xin Zhao. Right. Um, Diana comes in, they start to fight and his team now has to get off of Rift Herald that they've been tanking and come save him. Yeah. And, they're just in a choke. Cho'Gath Q, they both die. Sejuani makes it out, but now they get Rift Herald, and the two carries died. Yep. Uh, it's just like, the gameplay in this game from Jelly just really confused me because it's like, my dude, <laughs> get leads, become tanky, and then support the carries. You are not the carry in this situation. You are the support of tank here is this a uh, plat caps mentality i guess so it's just like he like look was always fighting and looking for fights and it was just dude yeah you're now getting caught out and dying and you're throwing away leads and then you're also for some reason dragging your people who need to get ahead and be like 
need to have items to deal with this Cho'Gath that if you're going to the late game and your Tristana is not doing well and now your Morgana is behind and your uh, Lux is behind, no one's going to kill this Cho'Gath. And it got to the point where... He was pretty, I, pretty big. Yeah, panned up top lane, saw the Sejuani and the Cho'Gath 1v1ing and it just was doing absolutely nothing. Like yeah. it, every all the early game like fights and damage that Sejuani was able to pull on Cho'Gath early and like actually kind of like do well in those fights were just yep. gone completely. Um. So yeah, I just think like that doesn't happen. You get Rift Herald. You can use it mid. You keep on trying. You keep on letting like Die Hardy kind of like slowly move to the late game but mm -hmm. like still being strong gaunts is getting bigger um uh Tris block can, had know, a really good game though too yeah once after like a after they were able to like get out of the lanes and like be be like a group they were able to just he was able to just start getting like kills after kills after right. kills like he he in the early game it was a bit tough i do remember that but then, like, afterwards, like, they would catch yeah. out Ducko. They would catch out Otaku. Like, it just was not hard. I also am not a huge fan of what we saw at Gaunts with this build because it's, like, you have a Zinzao, you have a Leona, and a Diana. They're, they're coming We're for you. We're all going to come for you. Yeah. And we do not see a Zonia's or, like, a Banshee's at least. Like... There, I, there's nothing that is like almost a kind of like a protection from yeah. like a Leono. If you have Banshee's Leono comes down, you can walk away. I um, felt like that they were getting, you know, in this game in particular, Final Spark was getting caught out. Um, you know, one, two, three. It wasn't, you know, massive team fights that were nuking all of them. It was more you know, one after the other. Um, so I didn't feel like that Gantz had a huge front line in front of him uh, because Ducko was, was getting killed and then they take out the Sejuani and then there's really yeah. nothing to front line for those three squishies. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I It just was just really rough yeah. for like... Uh, Gaunt's or Otaku. Yeah. There's also a few times in the early game, I want to say, where there was, like, zero threat on Otaku, and he still jumped out. And then, like, yeah, there was a, actually a play on, around a dragon where literally it was him and his three teammates, and they're trying to kill Xin Zhao, and for some reason he... And there it happened. And now we wait. I even saw that one coming too. <laughs> I saw my screen freeze and I'm like, oh, I'm glitching. Uh oh. But what I was saying is that he jumped away from the Zin Zhao. The Zin Zhao like kind of walked away a bit and was like, and now his team was collapsing. Mm -hmm. And um, he was. Uh, kind of more able i think i can't remember if he got away actually i think they killed they killed someone i don't know if it was i can't remember if it was underdog or if they killed Zinzao. but i mean they got the dragon anyways but it was right. kind of 
there's zero threat on you, my dude. What are you afraid of? Just kill yeah. him. And it, they even have afraid of your coach. You're afraid of your ADC coach. I guess so. There's even like times in the lane where like he jumped away when it's like, dude, you need to stay in there and yeah. like get the kill. Otherwise, it's just like now they get to wimp away because you're yep. you're you're not in auto attack range anymore. So game um, two, uh, twenty two to fourteen. The scoreline uh, was not near as bad as game one. Uh, you know, KB Jelly Die Hardy. Uh, Gantz all with four kills. Team Otaku unfortunately only had two uh, as the you know hyper carry jinx. Um, but Mont Blanc on Volleybear nine one and nine. Uh, Chop Suey four and five on the Mordekaiser, but Hungry Hobbit five three and six, and that's that's a pretty low kill count uh, for his Ezreal games. Uh, but they just played super safe, uh, you know, took objectives, uh, had two Barons. Uh, no, I'm not reading that right. One Baron uh, in this yeah. game, uh, one Rifty. No, no zero Rifties. They, oh, yeah, oh they'd yeah. L, it, they, they had So zero, one Dragon, uh, one Baron. Yeah. Yeah. While, um, I, I mean, I had... I, I'm kind of forgetting this game. I wish I remembered more about it because you would think looking at well, game, they had, two yeah. rifties. Two rifties and had, two like, dragons. Yeah, you would think that they had like good early game control. Yeah. And even three towers. So there was just I mean, there lots of dives from Mont Blanc. Um he just got really strong uh as that volley bear. Yeah, I mean again, there's really nothing that's gonna happen in this bot lane. Um Tarek is also, I wouldn't say Tarek's like really good in the meta, but you can't underestimate that ult like at all. Well, um, it, it nullified, you know, the ult from Gantz and Die Hardy. Yeah. You know, no, as soon, it, as, it, soon it, as you hear the ult, uh, you know, from Die Hardy, you, you press your button. Yeah. I don't know. This is also just like not a Gantz champ that we're used to seeing. So, yeah. I'm not sure about it, but like, yeah, Mont I know at one point it was like Die Hardy versus Montblanc, and then like Die Hardy or they did a, I think it was a two v two top or something, and he just like threw his lead or something. I forget what happened. Gotcha. Watch these games so long ago. Yeah. Um, I, I... I burned through them uh, pretty quick, so I, I can't name specifics. Um, hey, but, but we're it, seeing we see a second second item on Lux. Lux, it's a uh, it's a Zonia's. Yeah. You recognize that, you recognize that Diana and Talon and Malphite are looking or not Diana, Talon, Nocturne and uh, Malphite are coming yep. for you. You buy the Zonia's. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, Ducko went the Lulu to, you know, hopefully keep Team Otaku uh, alive longer, but um, Volibear was just able to get on to Team Otaku, uh, you know, at every turn. Well, the other thing is, is that they really have no CC on the Final Spark side. They have yeah. the... KB Jelly Knockup. They have the Malphite ult, but and you're more or less usually going to save that for engage on like 
their Emmy back on, on their squishies, though yeah. honestly, it's not like maybe it's more useful to peel for this Jinx and help her out because it's literally just Lulu peeling for her. Yeah, um, they did. They did the ban Maokai, Sejuani, um, and Nautilus. So um, I think even the Alawi could have been interesting, but then you'd have double AD in top and mid. So yeah, you would have no AP. Yeah. Um, though, I mean, realistically, you really have, you still really have like no AP. It's just Qs and like, uh, yeah, Pixie, uh, the Q hits coming out of Lulu. <laughs> like, it's literally both Qs coming out of the top lane and the support. Yeah. Is doing the magic damage and then that's it. Um, yeah, I feel like. Uh, though again, like I will give it to Ducko. Uh, I really do like it that he took Guardian. Um, in this matchup, it might not have been in this lane matchup. It might not have been as like necessary because it is a Tarek and a Ezreal. But overall, it's just I'd rather see that than Ari. Yeah. Um And then took Exhaust. Uh, for whoever is going to be in in his face, which usually should have been uh, Blanc. I can't. I don't know if he exhausted him all that much, but like we see the exhaust for Underdog Story, which is yeah. great because then you're just going to exhaust whoever comes in on your Ezreal, which is Talon or Nocturne. Yep. Um, yeah. So I, I want to keep going. Um, yeah. You know, I. I... I want to get uh, before the hour clocks over uh, to talk about the uh, our selections for next week since it's uh, fairly important. Um, let's bounce against Curtain Call Game One. We both casted uh, this. Yeah, I think we, we know how I felt about this game. I think everybody knows how I felt about this game. So, Curtain Call. 28 kills to Let's Bounce's 20. Uh, Curtain Call did come away with the victory. Let's Bounce uh, continuing the trend of uh, losing a game for the last five, or is it yeah, five weeks in yeah, a row? It's, been, it's basically been since they played Curtain Call. Yeah. Well, no, this is Curtain Call. Oh my gosh, Ki. Yeah, Killer Instinct. Killer Instinct. So um, the uh, the doubt, the little seed of doubt was planted five weeks ago, and it has uh, continued to gain some roots uh, within Let's Bounce. Um, you and I both I talked have... about it during the stream. Uh, not sure about the uh, hippies pick mid. Seemed to be out of his comfort zone. Um, uh, I think he was fine on it. Yeah, I think but the, I mean, you, four, eight, and fourteen. I mean, he was picked on a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, the biggest problem for this team was that uh, you're picking a scaling bot lane of Cog Lulu, and you're an early game jungler, and you showed no attention to them. Like they were just going to be fine in a poke against a poke lane. Um, we saw a lot of really good team fights come out of them when it was like. Jarvanolt then like locked down the carries that didn't have flash, and then the Nico ult comes out, and then like yep. no yeah, the one's attacking. Of he, was pretty he unique. Could, like 
fire away. But then, like, on the Baron fight, for some reason, Kagma's chasing the um, Viego and Volibear while, like, spacing and... Or no, it wasn't even space. It was spacing and Volibear, I think, that peeled off and were trying to kill the Aatrox. And, like, for some reason, Kagma just ran past his front line <laughs> to go help this Aatrox. And, like... The Senna and uh, Seraphine got to like free fire on him. Mm -hmm. and it's just like he blew his flash. Well, the Seraphine, you and, and I just... both commented that uh, you know King Volpe's damage uh, was absolutely enormous, uh, and it yeah. wasn't till you know twenty, maybe eighteen, nineteen minutes that uh, a true flash, you know, some of the damage finally started coming out of the Senna. Uh, I think that's when he got his first kill. Um, and then, you know, Spacing had a great game on Pantheon. We'd not seen him play that, uh, that I can remember. Um, and so they had this, you know, mid and bot that was just a, a real threat in any team fight. Um, yeah. and, and then, then I mean, I, Viego is just annoying. <laughs> right, sure. And then Viego and Volibear, you know, Gecko Bronze and Vixfer can both play both champs. So you didn't really know where that was going. Uh, yeah. So it was a really good flex pick in the draft uh, for Curtain Call to go up against Let's Bounce with. Yeah, and I think, uh, I mean, I'm, I've given Leon a lot of props, but I actually would have to say probably, like, in their role, if I was to say, like, an MVP, like, most improved, or, like, just most valuable for their yeah. team, I would say Vixper. Like, um, just, like, it he was just able to easily slot into this team and be able to have the performance that yep. he's been having on IT all the time is really good. So, um, I mean, he also played, he played well both games, but it just... It's curtain like, call, not IT, but yeah. He's on IT. Oh, he's subbed in, that's right. Mm -hmm. You got me. So yeah, yeah. Phantom, Phantom Flounder did miss. Um, and Take note that uh, LeBlanc got banned uh, in the second round of this game. And uh, I mean, hey, he had the Pantheon, so that's Annie fine. was up I'm too, so that. I'm not sure why it didn't go Annie. Um, but game I think in this particular game, the Pantheon was fine. Like, yeah, your, all your AP damage was going to come out of the Senna, and I mean, even Volibear has some AP damage to him. Yeah. Um, as we saw in the next game. Uh, yeah, so I just AP flipped Volley. the screen over to the uh, next game, or excuse me, the next, yeah, game two. Um, so spacing ended up going Lucian, which uh, didn't have the same effect as the Pantheon. Uh, Gecko Bronze and Vixper actually switched champs uh, with the Viego and Volibear. Uh, 38 kills to 24. Game ended 36 minutes. Uh, gold was pretty close, uh, but Rusty the Cat uh, showed us his gin play. 13 kills, 4 assists, 18 deaths. Uh, pretty strong Archer Prodigy brought out uh, the Lee Sin, which he won the 1 vs. 1 tournament uh, during All-Stars with. Uh, so it was, uh, you know, fun, a fun game to see, you know, um, how these champs can be played in this, you know, five setting. 
Yeah, I mean to be straight up on the cast, it, like, um, I I was very harsh on Let's Bounce, but to be completely honest, I thought it was the game was kind of like decided based off how far Lee Sin had gotten in the early game, um, and Best Five Main wasn't doing well top either. It wasn't like yeah. Hippie was necessarily doing well either, um still don't think that play was worth it but whatever <laughs> where he got the kill um but like i gotta give it to archer he clipped it and he put it in his chat because i saw um but the play where he was like 200 hp and somehow killed the lucian um <laughs> is still like one of the most impressive plays i've seen in this league so far and I have to give it to him and uh, Hippie for, like, kind of pulling it back and yeah. continuing to have, like, maybe some trade kills in these early, in these, like, mid-game skirmishes. I mean, bot lane was doing fine. Um, yep. Like, uh, Worthy Dust and um, Rusty, like you said, were doing fine in the bot lane. I think even at one point, you're like, oh, I don't think Worthy can carry here. And I'm like, yeah, he can't if his top side is inting him. But uh, then he started to roam and started to help out, and it started to like really turn it around for Worthy and Hippie. Um, Garen, best of I mean, kind of like still did what he could, but he couldn't necessarily fight. I mean, at least he was even, you know. Yeah. Well, the problem with the Volley Bears, they went this like really kind of like Glass Canyon build with the Nashers and Zonias first. And then it just seemed like he could never go in and be the like frontline tank. He needed the Mont Without his E coming down and hitting him. Like if he did not have the shield from his E, he just was dead to rights every time. Um, there's yeah, like, a lot there of a stun. A lot of plays you know. where he just died. Yeah. Leona Annie uh, just locked him up and he went poof. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw a lot of like um, mid, uh, like kind of like late, uh, early mid game plays where it was like maybe laning phase wasn't completely over in mid lane and we mm-hmm. just see like flashed t- tippers from uh, Hippie. Uh, Archer's there, they kill Lucian. There's just nothing he could do. Yeah. Um, I, I, me personally, I like Archer on Lee Sin more than I do oh, Rengar. Yeah. He's gets a a whole lot more fed on the Rengar. Uh, but I feel like late game Rengar falls off. Um, yeah. And that's, I, mean, I think that's a struggle. Yeah. And I think that's a struggle for Let's Balance is that once it gets to late game, you know, they're not sure how to close out. Um, and find those engaged tools because, you know, the enemy usually has vision of their entire, you know, base. They were jungle. That's not there. So, um, Lee Sin, I feel like has a, you know, because of the kicks and the, you know, yeah. ward hops able to, he's you just know, a little more like, it's not necessarily, he, he does have damage and stuff, but he right. has more utility to him. Right. That yeah. And actually disrupt a yep. team fight really well. Yeah. Diving in underneath a you know inhibitor turret is not as risky for Lee Sin as it is the Rengar. Yeah. Um, you're in. Yeah. So um, that those were the games uh, for this past week. Uh, let's see. 
So want to move on to predictions uh, for so have, tomorrow night. Yeah, so we have IT versus Kurt and Gall. Yep. Uh, Killer Instinct versus Glacial Storm. Hijack versus Let's Bounce. Final Spark versus Onslaught of Shadows. What do you think will happen in game one? Curtain call versus. Oh man, this uh, ought to be. This is going to be the trade battle. This is the trade battle. Should be a spicy one. I know curtain call, uh, you know, no offense to Golden Pharaoh, but want to, you know, show him up and show the reason why they traded him. So this one, super spicy, I predict. Um, I kind of feel like it goes the way of Inferno Trigger, maybe even a 2-0 uh, if they're able to get bans on spacing and if spacing does the predictable thing of waiting uh, until second round to pick his mid laner. Uh, I think with Excellence, you could probably first pick your LeBlanc uh, and you know use your skill level over Excellence uh, to dictate some of the map yeah uh from what i remember unless excellence been practicing practicing some stuff that we don't know about he has kind of like a more or less simple uh pool. yeah ari um, anevia azir ari anevia uh seraphine He's okay yeah played seraphine swain before but like oh yeah he used to have a massive swain that was just evil yeah. but swain's not the best in the mid lane yep. um so you ban Anivia and you're like, all right, go at it, try something. Yep. Um, I know he used to play a bunch of Kale, but Kale mid is not that great. Even though I think the range on Kale's E got buff. Either I don't know if it got the buff this patch or if it's next patch, but still, like the champ's not as good right lane as it was. So um, I'm I will say it's Inferno Trigger two zero. Um, but... I'm gonna agree with you. Curtain call, you know, could get uh, spacing on something, you know, could run the Seraphine Senna bot lane again, and I could I be mean, 100% I wrong, could... and they, you know, could split 1-1. One, one. Yeah, I mean, though, I don't think um, Trinity and uh, Ether Twister are going to mm-hmm. be the ones to, like, see the, if they see, like, the Senna Seraphine, they're right. going to be like, oh, let's play Cogma Lulu, Lulu into this. Right, yeah. That sounds, like, so much fun. <laughs> oh, let's lock in, let's lock in Leona or something right. that is go, 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 and make these squishy Well, you've got, you know, Trinity like, who can play Jen and just, be, you know, sit back, uh, yeah. you know, and fire range. Well, we actually have two Jin players in this game, so. Yeah. Uh, Killer Instinct against Glacial Storm. Uh, I think you're going to say... We do? That's right. Newport 1000 is now top lane. Who moved to jungle? Because uh, Somnus is no longer on the team. Uh, that was the other roster whoever, change. Whoever was, whoever's ADC is, I think, uh, jungle now because Jeffrey Carey, I think, is so inner Asian is now jungle and Jeffrey yeah. Carey was the ad to replace Somnus, yeah. uh, because Somnus moved and so he cannot play Monday nights because of job. Um, so that was the other roster change I forgot to mention at the beginning of the show. Apologies. Um, yeah, 
so we've seen Newport 1000 go vein top and uh it you know definitely got him a win yeah um, i wouldn't say it was necessary i wouldn't say it was necessarily like the team won the game if i remember right. correctly or is more of like trinity and like it they the 5v5 team decided to take a 3v3 and just yeah. without their two players that were ccing the or causing disruption in the team fight that made it hard for Vayne yep. to get the kills um and just ultimately lost the game unfortunately oh that was there was against inferno trigger um yeah so but i, I, I think you have, you have got... chopped up there i'm like yeah chopped I... has been kind of playing the tanks and just chilling but he right. also can play the bruisers and stuff so i mean inner asian's um, always been a super you know cs heavy adc so it'll be interesting to see what he brings to the jungle not um right now in jungle but yeah we'll yeah, see i, so... I kind of feel like this is a ki 2 uh for them to continue to climb the standings uh and then yeah. you know glacial storm has got to really be evaluating you know how they're going to play destiny uh killer instinct let's bounce in the playoffs uh you know since they're kind of sitting in that fourth spot yeah i mean they have a i'm gonna say two o as well they have a fresh ac in there you're going up against hobbit have fun and i mean honestly <laughs> I, I mean hobbit and um I mean, I think it's uh, it's been really like understated how well Underdog Story has been doing, and yep. the fact that he's comfortable enough to play something that's kind of in the realm of like a Lulu or like a Janna or Nami by playing Tarek, um, is really nice to see, uh, mm. especially because it's it's definitely more tanky than any of those champions, um, but he also is down to play the leona or the engaged champions which right. is doing better right now um i wouldn't necessarily say if i agree that that's like the like the support meta but mm -hmm. like, that's what we're seeing a lot of yep. um i mean against also ki has been doing really well when he's not playing ziggs and then uh, mablanc has been doing really well overall so yep. it's it's just a hard game for it's just a hard team to be to be playing against with your as your first week with a new right. like player in. yeah hope you've had some some scrims to uh get ready for this one it's gonna be gonna be a tough one uh next game is hijack against let's bounce uh for me that's an easy 2-0 for let's bounce um yeah i'm not even doing the reverse I... psychology that's just yeah, I'm hoping let's bounce. Just uh, this like, let's bounce is going to break the trend. Game one, I I just I I think like you've done your experimentation. You understand that you guys can't really pull off the like uh the uh kind of like enchanter supports. Yeah, just understand you can't do that. I, I think this is let's bounce's with... first two zero since the uh, match against Ki, which set them on this trend. Of losing yeah, one game. Yeah, because honestly, the thing is is that um, Hijack and Let's Bounce generally are kind of like in the same ballpark of what their teams want to do. Yep. But KI just... 
I mean, honestly, has the better bot lane. So, I mean, not KI. Uh, Let's bounce. bounce has the better bot lane. So, um, it's going to be really hard for the hijack bot lane, especially now that Nafi is also not right. there. I, um, I predict that hijack is actually uh, looking for the first first overall draft pick in season five. Again. Again. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just. I'm gonna have to give the two O. Let's bounce. Like, it, it just don't experiment. Even if it's like mid and jungle experiment, just don't do it bot lane. Because like every time you've done it in the bot lane, it's just not worked out because the team doesn't want to play. The team doesn't seem to understand what they need to do to make that effective or make right. that work. Um yeah. So are you are you two oh let's bounce also? More lease in. More lease in. Please you, more lease in. Are you two oh let's bounce also? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So final game, Onslaught of Shadows against Final Spark. This is actually a series that uh, I'd see being very competitive. Um I think that, you know, Onslaught of Shadows is really looking for points uh to climb into the standings and Final Spark is you know, looking to defend their position uh, so that they're in playoffs. Um, but both squads, I think, are fairly evenly matched uh, with the personnel uh, that are on both teams. Uh, so I think this may actually be a 1-1. Um, so I'm just looking at the standings because I want to see where this falls exactly. So, yeah, actually... Depending on this, yeah, actually, whoever, if they won one, uh, Final Spark makes it. If uh, yep. Onslaught Shadow two O's, they make it into playoffs. Yep. So, so this, Final this Spark is has a, a to crucial win a game. One. Yeah, Final Spark has to win a game. Onslaught has to win both games. Um, uh, yeah, based on what I've seen, uh, Gecko has been very big in their wins but i also think that uh kb jelly just has like a weird ocean of a of a champ pool mm -hmm. that will be able to go into like the um morkaiser that gecko seems to really enjoy uh or like play into maybe whatever he has and just be fine but he has to if he gets leads he has to stop doing this aimlessly walking into the jungle yeah. when like and killing and getting like not even him dying getting your two other people killed because they come and help you when you just aren't doing anything productive i want to see gecko um, play chase top i think that you know with his skill uh level he can actually pull it off uh, it would do very well against the champs that uh, KB Jelly's been playing. Uh, and I think it's. It, yeah, I'm sure he can, but my issue with that is that, like, you have to get, like, really, really good leads. I think he'd like, get. I mean, I think that, you know, if, if it's a conversation that Thrills and Gecko can have, uh, that that'd be worth exploring. Yeah, I mean, Thrills has to. I mean, if Thrills is, like, down to, like, play more for the lanes and just like understand that he's going to be in a CS deficit possibly. Fine. Do that. Yeah. Great. Um, we also have two junglers that have dabbled in the Morgana jungle. Um, 
I I mean Thrill has a win on it, and I would say I think Thrills in this past week played it better in the early game um, than Die Hard necessarily mm-hmm. did. But uh, yeah, I mean saying it's going to be a one-one is just say, more saying that like Final Spark makes playoffs. So I think I, I my call on this is just like who i think the team the which team should actually make it into playoffs mm-hmm. um, so i'm gonna say 2-0 by final spark cool yeah i think uh final spark is probably more deserving of it because the amount of work that they've put in uh to you know turn what was a, a rough draft uh, into, you know, uh, the team that, you know, yeah, they had a where they're sitting. Yeah. Start. So um, it's exciting to see, you know, the practice uh, that they put in where each team member has been, you know, uh, slotted in uh, onto the rift. Um, but yeah, so uh, an hour and 13 minute episode. Uh, I think that'll uh, do it for this week. We will uh, Wait, catch you. you said one, one for them. I said 1-1, one, one, you said 2-0. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so that'll do it for this week. We will uh, check in with you guys next week after tomorrow night's uh, league games. Uh, hopefully we will see some of these uh, ties break uh, so that we can go ahead and start seeding playoffs. Um, I think everything will be decided tomorrow, regardless of absolute zero and destiny. I don't know because you've got uh, Ki with another game on the twenty fourth, and so that might leapfrog le- uh, Let's Bounce and Destiny uh, for the first overall seed. Yeah, I mean the thing is, is like we said. Uh, I mean, like you said, they still have that game. So, yep. Depending on how and Destiny uh, has a it, game on. Des- yeah, Destiny doesn't destiny. play tomorrow night either. So. Yeah, but Destiny is playing absolute zero. I think that's one one. Um, but like if if Let's Bounce doesn't two zero tomorrow, um, then yeah, I first yeah. sure I I see potentially it's Ki and Destiny as the first two. Yeah, so. I think everything else will be fully decided tomorrow though. Like who is all in playoffs, and then um. Uh, kind of like where Glacial Storm and like Inferno Trigger and like Curtain Call are. Like those will basically be settled for the most part. Gotcha. Uh, so yeah, uh, come tune in to our Twitch tomorrow night to uh, check the games out. Uh, I'm sure I'll be casting. Uh, I believe we've got a new volunteer who's uh, subjecting himself uh, to press our commentary. Uh, Numinator, I believe, will be there. Uh, so excited to see what he brings to the commentary desk. And hey, Glacial Storm is the casted game. It should be a fun one to see. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, yeah, see us uh, tomorrow night. Uh, hopefully, next Thursday night for another episode of The Duck, as we will be on the last two games. And the following week, and then after that, it is playoff time. Uh, also, if you will be out of town for um, Memorial Day, please let your captain know, because right now there's a discussion of if we need to push back playoffs a week uh, because of 
people being out of town for Memorial Day. So let everybody know. Appreciate you guys. Uh, have a good night.